And to me, it was like, okay, well, that's keeping up with the Joneses. You know, what if the Joneses are just jerks? When we look at our customers, you talk about chasing money. It's not a matter of chasing money. It's preparing in advance. Massage therapy is used by millions of people who want to feel better and live better. Get back to doing what you love. Visit AYAMassageCDA.com to schedule your appointment. Abandon your aches massage. Relief. Relax. Refresh. Cash is king. Businesses need cash. Cash is the lifeblood of your business. Without it, your business doesn't function. You can't pay for your supplies. You can't pay your employees. You can't pay your rent. 30% of small businesses fail because of a lack of access to cash. What can you do to handle cash flow issues in your business? How can you keep cash flow issues from happening? Ed and Phil will discuss these questions and provide sound and viable answers on this episode of The Business Buffet. Welcome to The Business Buffet Podcast with Ed Bejarana and Phil Anderson. This is a conversation in and around business with a pinch here and a sprinkle there of anecdotal stories. Like most buffets, we will offer the staples, you know, the things that are in every buffet, the meat and potatoes with a cursory helping of veggies, our Business Buffet podcast aims to give you the fundamental principles and strategies any successful business needs to know. Please subscribe to the Business Buffet podcast wherever you download your podcasts. We hope you're hungry as the Business Buffet is open and ready to serve. Now, here is Ed Bejarana and Phil Anderson. Welcome back. Or welcome to the Business Buffet. I'm Phil and he's Ed and you probably know that by now. So I'm just going to skip right through and just ask the question you really want to know the answer to. Ed, how's it going? You know, it's going really good. I just got back from Rotary and we've been, uh, we've been running our meetings via Zoom. And they, they kind of put me in charge of the technology team. So uh, the same Mavo that we're actually recording live right now on Facebook, this episode. So those of you who are our Facebook friends, you could actually see the episode uh, several days before it's actually published. But I use the Mavo camera for the rotary meeting, and it's just a great camera. You really like this. You were waiting for this thing was late getting to you. It was. And you were, you were like, you know, biting your nails, waiting for it to come in. I kept saying... Uh, is it here yet? No, it's not here. Exactly. So yeah, you've been excited and it's not uh, what I've experienced in life. Those things that I get super excited for, it's not a lot, but I'm usually let down. You haven't been let down. Not at all. At all. No, you know, actually I've made several purchases over the last year or two. Um, all of which I've been ecstatic over. You know, we got the road, uh, caster pro digital board. Right. We got the Rode Procaster mics. Look at you go with Rode. And, oh, man, what a what a difference. Yeah. I mean, these have been fantastic. Well, hopefully I'm going to have like a three for three here because I, I just ordered a drone. 
a drone. We're going to fly a drone here in the studio. It, it is an indoor drone. Is it, that right? It, it will work indoors. So <laughs> I, I, You're taking lazy to a completely different, can I open the refrigerator door? No, it's, grab it's, a a drink? T- it's only 240 grams. It's a <laughs> tiny little drone. Okay. So that's funny. But no, I'm doing good. How about you? Uh, I'm doing really well. Uh, had lunch with my daughter today. And that's always a treat. Although she can be a little high maintenance, uh, it was a good lunch. Uh, it was her birthday month, so she gets a free burger at Red Robin. Mm, sweet. Yeah, it, it it's fun. So uh, I, I know that it, it doesn't it kind of seem like for the past 20, I don't know, some weeks because of the pandemic, we have talked more about how to navigate storms and challenges in business and how to pivot than actual business strategies i know you know i I run another podcast for those of you just tuning in i have a a political podcast i i know you've got a wine podcast Mm -hmm. yep i i actually said on last week's episode that you know i'm tired of talking about covid yeah i'm I'm tired of talking about the riots the the pandemic i want to get back to the things that are important and in business i mean we can't ignore it but I'm a glass half full kind right. of guy. I know you are too. Yep, I sure am. And you know, you dwell on the negative, you become negative. That's right. You are what you think. You That's are exactly right. who you associate with. And, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm tired of talking about the bad. You know, we, I, I deal with social media. By the way, it would be friends of Facebook, not Facebook friends for our page, right? You would have to like our page. Right. You'd be a friend in a personal profile. Correct. Just want to just make that yeah, clarification. Never, ah, sure. ah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, but no, I right. deal with social media all the time. And, and yet I'm hearing things about social justice, social distancing. Uh, and, and both of those have got huge negative connotations right now. And I'm with you. I'm just, t- honestly, I don't know if you've noticed this. I don't even like using the word COVID, coronavirus, or pandemic, any of those. I say Rona. I say Rona because I don't like Rona. Well, you know, I like Corona <laughs> with, <laughs> with some lime. A coronavirus. The you know, lime maybe a little, a cor- you know, a little salt in the, in the bottle. Remember that joke that I'll have a coronavirus, please, with a little Lyme disease. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Not to make a joke, but we're making a joke. Well, you so, got to make, you got to laugh if you, you don't do. laugh. Oh my God, you do. So, and that's no disrespect to the people going through crap. That's just not. But if you can put a smile on your face, it elevates the bar. It does make good things happen. I don't care if you believe that or not. It does. And, and yeah, Rona has really thrown a wrench into those who own small businesses. Really any business, right? It seems most every aspect of business has been challenged due to the COVID-19 pandemic. And yeah, there I said it. How we market, how we sell, how we lay off how we hire, how we negotiate and close a deal. Hell, Ed, how we do business has all been affected. With all of these challenges, there is one that is not only exclusive to the current market situation, but it can also rear its ugly head at any point, and that is cash flow issues. There, I said it. Now, cash is the lifeblood of your business. Without it, your business doesn't function. You can't pay for your supplies. You can't pay your employees. You can't pay your rent. 30% of small businesses fail because of a lack of access to cash. So what is cash flow? Think of it this way. Cash flow refers to the flow or movement of money both in and out 
of your business. It's not about sales or revenue. It's about the actual cold, hard cash that is made available or unavailable to your business. The problem is it has to flow in to your business before it can even flow out. And when it's time to flow out, but there's nothing there to flow, you now have a cash flow problem. Ed, <clears throat> if nothing else, I feel like I'm pretty good at observation. And, and here are a couple of things I've observed about you. Yeah, during the Uh-oh. past year here, that we've been doing this. Here you we know, go. Look, I mean, it's, it was is... one cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one I saw. Just saying. So keep in mind, these are my perceptions, my opinions. But Ed, I think you're one of the most organized guys I know. And you carry that organization into business seamlessly, in my opinion. Not only that, it appears to me you are intentional about almost every move you make. Always thinking of the end game and have calculated most scenarios before you act. But I really need to know, have you ever experienced cash flow issues? You know, I, this answer might surprise you. No. Really? You know, the, the reason why it's going to surprise you is because I, I have a slightly different definition for what a cash flow issue Yes. Well, do tell. Yeah, I mean, you defined cash flow. You know, it, it's the money coming in mm-hmm. and going out. Right. Um, in accounting terms, we look at that as a profit and loss. Yep. It's, uh, a, it's a ledger. You know, every yeah. everything is to me in a financial. I mean, I got a, a minor in finance and economics, so everything I think about in terms of money in or debits or credits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. But an issue has to do more with a want than a need okay there are expenditures in your business that you need and then there are expenditures that you want right if you can't meet the needed expenditures then you've poorly planned your business right um because you if, can calculate pretty accurately what those needs are going to be. Exactly. I mean, Especially after being in business for a year or something, well, if you, you should have a pretty good idea. If you haven't done it up front, then you didn't do your homework. Right. It's got to be in your business plan. Yep. You know, and if you're not adjusting your budget, your annual budget, if you're not looking at actual versus projected, then you're missing the boat. And, and that's why I take issue bump, with the term issue. <laughs> Because cash flow issues, in my book, is a product of not planning for the possibility. Let me ask you a follow-up question. Mm. How many months of operating cash do you have in reserves? So that's a great question. We would call that, what, cash buffer, right? Reserves account is what I call it, but yeah. Uh, I don't probably even have a month. See, and that's the challenge. That is the challenge. That yep. is the challenge. So, you know, so when was the last time you worked your budget versus actual expenditures? That would have been in the fall. Fall, okay. And so we're into August already, right? So yeah. almost a year ago, yeah. you knew where you were going to be, or at least you had a good idea of where you were going to be expense-wise. Keeping in mind that there's always... Curveballs. Curveballs. Yeah. yeah. There's there's things that are thrown at us. That's why I look at the reserve account and my expense management as being pivotal here. So 
Uh, you know, I know we're going to talk a lot about that. I, I didn't want to dive too deep into nope. the actual solution, but no, I don't have any cash flow issues. That doesn't mean that I reach the point where I just spend whatever I want. Well, that's not ex- at all what we're saying. You know, it's I cover all of my needs, and I have nine to twelve months of operating reserves right. for the needs. So my business, when I start drawing on that, then I'm doing something different. I'm I'm readdressing the reserves account. But actually, in my entire life, I've never had a cash flow issue. That's awesome. That's that's really really good and that's that all you know it's funny we talk about so many different aspects of business and much of it is around the organization, right? Organizing uh and knowing like for instance, you know, cash flow is really important. Okay? Whether or not you've experienced an issue, it still exists the cash flow aspect of your business. Well, that's right. No, do I have cash flow? Of course I have cash flow. So if you go into the reserves, you know, okay, something's, something's askew this month and uh, I have to figure that out and fix it. Or is it a one-time thing that you couldn't foresee? Even these curveballs that we talked about, those are going to be things that a lot of those things you can, I don't want to say predict that they'll happen, but you should have some preparation for something that is out of your control that you can, still weather that storm. Now, with this pandemic going on, it is this more than just a curveball for many businesses. But this just happened like in March and April. Okay, I said, three, four months. That is something that with your reserves for nine to 12 months, you haven't felt the blip. Now, if you're getting into the reserves, because you're hurting because of the pandemic, that's an issue. And you deal with that. Okay, so let's yeah. let's talk a little bit about that. So I'm not saying that it's impossible for my business to struggle with a downturn. There are downturns. There have been downturns in the history of the business. But I was able to anticipate those downturns because I do my SWOT analysis every November. And I come up with the eventualities. I mean, I have a list of possibilities. And I associate a cost to every one of those possibilities. I mean, I have an expense... Uh, tracker. I know exactly what it costs on a monthly basis to run my business. And that's my basic nut. Then over and above that, I plan for the eventualities or the possibilities, really. While I don't have it written down there, pandemic, right? You know, I do have loss of business. Mm -hmm. You know, what if I get, have a heart attack and I can't work? Right. I'm out of business for a month or two. Right. What, you know, that same thing is just a different different scenarios. Oh, so for sure. So, you know, I planned accordingly. I put it in my business plan and it took time. I saved up the money and put it in the account and I've got that covered. So should a whole bevy of things happen, uh, you know, from the computer breaking to, right. you know, I, you know, I get hit by a bus and break my leg or something. Cause there's so many buses here in Coeur d'Alene. And, and I'm around them walking all the time, right? <laughs> At 300 pounds, I don't walk to the bathroom. I mean, <laughs> you have your drone bring you. <laughs> That's right. I got the scooter. You can't see it, but it's right, it's right over there. Well, so. and you talk about, uh, needs versus wants, you know, don't, I'm, I'm going to speak for you, but I'm, I'm guessing that not every want you go and get either. It's, you still measure it, right? Yeah, I don't know. If you talk to my wife, yeah, you get well, a Yeah, well, there's answer. two different opinions. <laughs> yeah. So cash flow is extremely important for small businesses. And even if you don't consider yourself a money person, 
you will have to do some basic business accounting in your business. You have to understand that. As an entrepreneur, you need to keep an eye on your cash flow. If you don't, you could find yourself in situations where you don't have any money to continue operating your business. Ed, what are some of the negative fallout for businesses if they experience these cash flow issues? And there's a lot of them. Oh, my goodness. Well, I mean, you stop paying your bills, you're going to start getting dings on your credit. Right. You're not going to be able to take out lines of credit. I, th- <clears throat> there was a company that my wife worked for when we first moved to Oregon. And this was the first time that I came across an uh, outstanding invoice lending system. So it's basically a line of credit based on the invoices that are due that was given to the company at a fee, at a, at a percentage loss, right. in order for them to continue operating. They were so tightly, uh, op- they were operating so tightly to the, the zero mark right. that they had to borrow money against the invoices that they had out. Yeah. I, I, you know, and I'll tell you right now, I have a, uh, I, I bill the first of the month. And I've had customers and clients say, you know, I pay 30 days out. I'm like, that's, that's your business decision. I, I won't be able to do business with you. I have been burned so many times that I know I'm going to do the work and I need to get paid. And it's just really saved a lot of headaches because honestly, one of those downfalls, one of those fallouts is rather than doing your business, you end up chasing money. That is not fun to do. That's not fun to do at all. Well, you know, I, I know, I know we're going to talk about solutions at right. the end. I'm, I want to touch on this one here though. Yeah, please. You know, you accept credit cards, right? Yes. But that costs you money. It does. Why do you do that? It's a convenience for the client. Uh-huh. So yeah. paying on 30 day net, net 30, isn't that also a convenience for your client? It could be. So when, when we look at our customers, you talk about chasing money. It's not a matter of chasing money. It's preparing in advance. So if you had a month's worth of operating expenses in reserves, then you could go net 30 and get more customers because it's more convenient for customers to pay, you know, net 15, net 30. I've got a couple of customers, you know, they pay net 45. Right. So um, from the solution standpoint, it is the further in advance you can plan, the, the tighter you can limit those wants, the better you're able to plan ahead. Yeah, a lot of this is stressful. Money, mm-hmm. how many marriages end in divorce because oh, of money? That's probably the single, that's, you know, indicator. yeah, next next to sexual performance, money is probably <laughs> I, the biggest issue. Yeah, I think money is probably even over the first. And, you know, for my Facebook friends, let me just say that I have neither problem. <laughs> Been married 29 years, doing good. Leave it to the accountants. Way to go. Yeah, I'm sure. TMI. We, were, we talked about colonoscopy last week, and now we're talking about... Anyway, as we, as we digress again, what are some other fallout things? Other than stress is a huge one, by well, the way. Well, you know, the seasonality to mm-hmm. your business. If you don't know the seasonal peaks and valleys, then you, you're just not planning. I mean, every single business is cyclical. We cannot operate at 100% all year long. There's periods of time when people are on vacation and they just don't want to do business. If you're not planning to not do business that time and, and be able to ride through those months, then you're in trouble. You know, it's interesting in, in, 
in our notes here, I, I, I wrote down a number of times, you can't do business. You can't do business. You can't do business. If you are having cash flow issues, that sometimes will absolutely halt your business. Depending on what your business is, it could halt your business. So now you're struggling with cash flow issues and you can't even do business. That's it, a recipe for disaster. It is. And it's it's an emotional challenge. And at the second half after our, after our sponsor break here, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about how to get ahead of the game, how to fix it so that you don't ever have cash flow problems. In our community, there is an increasing need for pet assistance services, especially among low-income and senior families. Due to unforeseen circumstances, such as the loss of a job, medical issues, changes in housing, or even lack of pet care education, people are often unable to care for their pets. Shelters and rescue groups are also overwhelmed with pets needing forever homes. That's why there's Tails Foundation, Inc. Tails Foundation, Inc. is a 501c3 nonprofit organization whose mission is to help families care for their pets by providing programs and services, resources, and education for optimal health and well-being for all pets. If you need help or would like more information, please visit their website at talesfoundationinc.com. Tales Foundation, Inc., helping families care for their pets. I think that's just such a great, I'm a dog lover. Yeah. You know, I just can't live without my dog. In fact, for those of you who are tuned in on Facebook, you see my dogs coming in and they're getting attention. <laughs> yes, my, my, from both of us, by that, the way. That's right. I mean, they're just attention whores. If you, <laughs> but you know, to me, life is better because of the dogs. And and when you got somebody like Tails Foundation helping you out with the dogs, I mean that that's just awesome. They're they're great and so happy that we were able to. Uh, have them help support the show. Well, that's right. Bring them into the business buffet family. I think it's great. Yep. So uh, today, Ed and I are talking about cash flow. Uh, now, let me tell you this. For Christmas one year, Shelly gave me a board game created by Robert Kiyosaki. Mm-hmm. You know him, yeah? I do. I yeah. Do. Uh, I had always wanted this game. It's called Cash Flow. And have you heard the game mm-hmm. of the game? I, I have. Have you played it? I've not. I've not played I've it. I've got the game. Do she you? gave it to me. Yeah. It's, it retails for over 200 bucks. It's a board game. I think she bought it off eBay for less. But... It's an absolute fantastic game for training your mind to figure out cash flow. And the, it, look, it's not really designed for business per se. It's designed to help people get out of the rat race of being an employee and being independent. And it's basically through real estate transactions and things like this, but looking for these value deals and figuring out how to make it pencil. That's it nice. is it is absolutely fantastic. I wish I could find more people to play it with because it every game, you know, you draw a card. You don't even get to choose what your occupation is. Sometimes you're a plumber. You're making not very much money. Well, and I have payday. I have a great plumber's crack. So I, I've, I'm, I'm like a character actor. In yeah, that I'm going to go ahead and shield that side of you right now. <laughs> Just because, you know, it's like going by an accident scene Wait. and rubbernecking. It's like, oh, my gosh. Well, when you see my plumber's crack, you're not quite sure. Is that a plumber's crack or cleavage? Just don't know. Wow. Now we just started talking about Cleveland. Okay, so let's get to some solutions, shall we? <laughs> what are some things business owners can do? 
to navigate temporary cash flow issues or Ed even keep these issues from even happening. Planning, 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 planning. So keeping up with the Joneses, grass is always greener on the other side. I mean, you can say this a hundred different ways. Um, when uh, my wife and I bought our first house together, it was a, a foreclosure and it, it was definitely a fixer upper. We pulled out 14 yards of debris. Wow. The guy just, wow. let, just let the house go. But Jeez. structurally, the house was in great shape. Little, which is why you bought it. That's which is why I bought it. Yeah. A little paint, finished the floors. Man, we made a ton of money off of that transaction. But our neighbors living right next door, they were, I mean, they had the BMWs, they had the boat, they had the motorcycles, the ATVs, they had all the toys. And... Um, you know, we were good friends. We'd always talk across the, the fence, and and he was constantly refinancing his house. Interesting, to buy another toy. His house was a debit card for his lifestyle. And to me, it was like, okay, well, that's keeping up with the Joneses. Mm. Uh, you know, what if the Joneses are just jerks? <laughs> well, and, and I was going to say, too, so you made money on the house. You made them money on your house, too. I did. I do. Which they, again, just refied and took right out. Well, by them refinancing and constantly bringing up the loan amount on their house, it, it, it changed the comps. So I made more money on my sale because of his ah, there you poor go. real estate habits. But it, the comps were, it was in California. Right. The house value tripled when we lived there. So, um, And there's and, also the cost of doing the refi that, well, hey, no out-of-pocket Oh, really? It's no out-of-pocket, but it still gets worked into the loan. Well, that's right. It just gets dumped <laughs> right in. So not, not only are you paying that, you're paying more on it because there's interest on it. So then it comes down to do you need that thing? Right. I'm going to take this out of the personal realm and put it into the business realm. Right. Do you need to buy that digital mixer? I'll use me as an example. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I spent 1500 bucks on audio equipment. Right. And we weren't. I wasn't sure podcasting was going to go anywhere. Not only that, yeah, the, your ROI, uh, it probably still isn't close. Well, it, it's finally broke even. Okay, there it's, you go. It, it finally, this last month, it finally hit the broke, break even point. Um, you know, but this was a three-year investment, I right, figured. Right, And I bought quality equipment, paid a lot of money for it, mm-hmm. and, and I think the quality is there. But it was in my budget. It was planned. You know, it's the same as the... Mavo Start, same mm-hmm. as the drones, same as the keyboard, same as the drums. While it sounds odd that these are business expenses, they are absolutely business expenses. I am curious how the keyboard and drums are business expenses. So the next podcast that I'm working on is a Christian podcast, and I'm custom writing the score. Really? And then I have a fiction book series that I'm working on, same thing. So you're a musician? I'm a musician, professional musician, yeah. Nice. So, uh, yeah, I get to write everything off. That's the beauty of self-employment. Honestly, it really is. It is. I I have a a client, a new client, that is actually starting a company because he's, you know, dude, I spent, we made a lot of money last year. I spent a lot of money in taxes. And I don't mind paying my fair share of taxes. I just feel like I spent more than I needed to do. So I'm going to start a company so I can write off a few things. It's The laws are there to protect Small businesses. And use use them appropriately. And use them appropriately. You know, the first thing I had on this was find accounting software, or better yet, an accountant, and know or understand your numbers and get good at numbers. That was the very first thing. You went organization, which is, I mean, 
Kind of goes to my personality. <laughs> well, but so numbers too. Both of those things are huge. You have to know. You have to know the facts. And if you don't know the facts, how are you making decisions? You know. So here's the thing. I've been asked this question before. So how do I know what to put in my budget? I don't know. I guess. You know, I go on the internet. I do some research, yeah. and I guess it's an educated guess. It's an educated guess, and those numbers may change. Now, let me give you a real time example this literally just happened i was in portland last week visiting with some new clients old clients i was helping set up a virtual classroom for one of my clients and while i was there i you know i'm always catching up with clients i popped in on a client who i hadn't seen in a while and i i saw that he had these brand new printers sitting there I hadn't seen these printers before. I, you know, I've been working with this guy for a decade, and I hadn't seen these printers, but I haven't been in Portland in four years. <clears throat> so I stopped by, and he's got some printouts sh- sitting there. Now, I've been in the printing business since 2005 in the large format printing. Uh, trade show displays. I mean, yeah. that, that's my gig. Right. So I, these were super high-quality graphics. So I asked him, I said, you know, how much are you selling this graphic for? Because he's doing wholesale printing. Right. And he told me, and instantly, I had another business model. So I said, hey, let me, let me ask you this. What if, and I laid out a scenario with him, and in one week's time, we had the budget, the business plan, the website is in process. It'll be done Monday morning. and That's yesterday. And, uh, well, Monday, well, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, I, I forget. We're pre-recording. Hey, so it'll be Monday on Facebook Live. It was yesterday on the podcast. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so here is a cash flow planning exercise, and it's real time. I'm doing this right now. So I started a subsidiary of my uh, S-Corp business, Zenith, Zenith Exhibits, Exhibits yep. in partnership with this other gentleman. Doesn't cost me anything but time. There's Absolutely no money outlay on my, okay, $12 to buy a domain. Otherwise, it's just time. Now, time is money, and in time I take away from other clients. Sure. But, you know, here's... But that's, all the, that's the initial investment, the initial time. That won't be an issue down the road. You know, I've, I'm always spending time on business development. This is just one of those items. So I saw an opportunity. There's tr- tremendous profit potential. And here's a business opportunity that's very pandemic-friendly. Mm-hmm. You know, wholesale uh, posters and digital art reproduction uh, at the price that we're going to be charging. This is just a super, super great opportunity. Not only that, it's it pandemic friendly. It'll be post pandemic friendly. Exactly. So, so when you are faced with a dilemma that you don't have complete control over your sales, i.e., you don't have a, a product that everybody's got to have, then you've constantly be looking for new opportunities, additional opportunities. I mean, I I have at least 18 different business entities that are all rolled up into one business and every single one of them makes money. Right. Do you have any that, that, uh, that you, uh, of those entities that don't make as much as you'd like and and you're kind of vacillating whether you're going to keep it going or the others help fund it. I mean, oh, that, sure. sounds like, that sounds like a women's sports in college. They don't necessarily make money. Some but you got to have basketball them. and football. Yeah. yeah you have title nine says exactly. you got to have them. Exactly. Yeah. And so uh, that's, uh, that's kind of how I'm asking that. Well, and yeah, I mean, I give it ample time, but you know, from the standpoint of 
Could this make money? Yes. How long will I give it a chance to make money? Probably three years. Mm, there you go. But yeah, no, I've had other things that I've started and it's like, yeah, that didn't go so well. And then I, I stopped. You know, brick and mortar businesses that, that have actual inventory, uh, you may have too much inventory. Yeah. I mean, that's going to cut into your cash flow pretty fast, isn't it? Well, an inventory cuts two ways. Uh, not just the raw material and processing time to make the widget, but the square footage that mm. you have to pay for to store it. That's right. So, uh, and then there's also, there's an old accounting trick. If you want to optimize your time, put a pencil mark or a, or a pin mark on the piece of paper every time you touch it. You know, just put a dot in, in the upper corner of the piece of paper every time you touch it. And before long, you'll start seeing paper with dozens of dots on it. And you realize every single time you touched that paper it was a waste of time. You, if you don't deal with it the first time, then you're wasting time. If you don't deal with the business entity that's not making you a profit, you're wasting time. That's going to lead to cash flow problems. Cash flow problems are going to lead to stress. All of those things that we talked about up front, possibly divorce. <laughs> divorce is expensive. I know it is. I know. It's the ripple effect, though. It is. Do we have time to go through a few more? We do. We do. How about send your invoices out on time and right away? You know, that's kind of critical, isn't it? It really is. But do you realize there are some people that don't do that? Oh, no, I know them. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no, I, I got a dear friend of mine. We, we're strategic partners. And my wife used to do his books. And Warren, if you're listening, love you, brother. We, we, we've been friends for 30-some years. Um, and, and Warren will be the first one to admit, yeah, I, I really am slow at the accounting. He says, I, I wish I had my bookkeeper back. And I said, sorry, she lives in Idaho now. Right. But, and he's in California. But yeah, I mean, he's very slow to get his invoices out. I, that's just cutting right into your profit line margin, isn't it? It is. It is. Uh, what other ones you got? Well, putting any non-essential spending on pause. I mean, isn't that my theme? Mm. It's a want. If it's a non-essential, it's a want. You know, I, I always draw the line down the piece of paper. Need, want. The want list is always longer than the need sure. list. Um, but, you know, if daddy ain't got the money, I'm not going to do it. How about this? How about if a want, there are times when wants actually become needs. They do. And, and, and you really have to look at those objectively, but they can actually cross over to a need. Well, why does a want become a need? Because the opportunity for profit exactly. appears. Exactly. And so I'll use this digital printing. Sure. Um, here's a want. I wanted another avenue for revenue generation that took advantage of the, uh, no, the distancing, social distancing. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Uh, I didn't need it. My business is doing great. Uh, again, I got nine to 12 months of reserves. Right. Don't need it, but I wanted it. Well, the opportunity presented itself. It was just, didn't cost me anything to do it. So now it comes over into the need category. I'm bringing it over. And it's another added revenue stream. It's a potential big revenue stream. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Um, now I had a thought and it went away. Okay. But it, well, I'll bring another one yeah, in while you're doing do. that. So another one is re-examine your pricing structure. Ah, yes. I love pricing. To me, I have people that call me and say, okay, here's what I'm going to do. Da, 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 da. How much should I charge? 
because this is my area of expertise. This is, you know, in business, my business degree was in operations management. If again, I had a minor in finance and economics. So I was always looking at operations from the standpoint of efficiency. So pricing, pricing, pricing. I, I learned from one of my professors in college that during times of recession, you package everything. You bring it into a package. You, you don't even have to lower your price. You, you, you bring two items together, charge the exact same amount for both items, but because it's packaged, you've added a convenience to your customer. Yeah. And it's that convenience that you're selling. It's that extra service that you're selling. And in, in pandemic times, I'm going to kind of say that in times of recession, package. In times of pandemic, package. Same sort of thing. But by the way, even if you discount it 10%, you're still making two sales. Well, that's it. You now, know, I mean, now because you've brought two items together, when you discount it 10%, the overall hit is smaller. Right. Then rather than 10% and 10% on the two separate items, the dollar amount is the same, but the sales effort is twice as much. Right. Right. So, a la carte. You like restaurants, don't you? Obviously. So, <laughs> a la carte. Those items tend to be more money. Mm -hmm. If you get a meal that comes with a salad and a side and a this and a that. And a what? And a side. A did, what? A side what was did. that first one? Oh, I said salad. Sorry. My bad. I'm going to have to look that one up. How about soup? Okay, I like there soup. There you go. <laughs> I like soup. I like soup. Sorry, I forget. I'm not talking to a rabbit. Right, so, right. <laughs> there, there are a lot of things. Um, you, well, oh, here you go. This is what I was going to say. You might find something, and we've talked about this before, create a new product or service. If you create something, if you can do this, create something quality, and then make the announcement, this is a new product, Go out and promote the heck out of it. Market it. People like new things. They do. New and improved. Yep. It is a selling strategy. It is something that is it covered in the business books. Just slap a new or something with regards to improved and people take notice. So the, uh, the items that we're talking about here, you know, too much inventory, um, find a hole in your offering. This one of your list. This was yeah. my favorite. Yeah. Find a hole in your offering and create a new product that fills that hole. So this is customer centric. If you put your customers first and you solve their problems, what you're going to find is there's profitability sitting out there just waiting for you. Learning how cash flows in and out of your business can keep your business from failing like that 30% of bankruptcies I mentioned earlier. There are real challenges when it comes to maintaining healthy cash flow. Here are three magic words to start in your healthy cash flow. Know your numbers. And you know what? To use Ed, get organized. So there's five words for you. If you're not tracking, budgeting, planning, and forecasting, you could be in the dark about the true state of your business finances, and you could go broke without even knowing it. Like anything in business, it takes some planning and proactive thinking to make sure you maintain healthy cash flow, to curb any cash flow problems, and ultimately stay in business. Listen to this episode over and over and start implementing these things we mentioned. Great stuff. You got a quote of the day for us? Absolutely. Yesterday is a canceled check. Tomorrow is a promissory note. Today is the only cash you have, so spend it wisely from K Lions. 
That is it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. And remember to eat hearty in business. At F1 for Help, we offer a variety of services in-house and on-site, ranging from estimates to our popular general maintenance program and reloading your operating system as part of a wipe and reload. If you want to take the cost out of IT, we recommend signing up for the F1 for Help Manages Services program. If you have any questions, please give F1 for Help a call at 208-687-0183. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Business Buffet Podcast. If you came in hungry for some substantial business nuggets, we hope we left you satisfied. Pardon me. We invite you to visit our website, businessbuffet.page. Until next time, we hope you eat hearty in business.